0: Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
1: From Transport Topics in Washington, D.C., this is Road Signs. Here is your host, Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. In this episode, we're going to examine the rise of smart trailer technology. Basic trailer location tracking has existed for many years, but more recently, this technology has expanded to capture a much greater amount of information about the trailer and the freight inside. Today, smart trailer technology is enabling fleets to monitor cargo status, tire pressure, and a long list of other data points. But how can trucking operations use this information to truly improve fleet management? To help us answer that question, we're excited to bring in Siamak Asmude. Vice President of Product Lifecycle Management and Business Development at SkyBits, a provider of asset tracking technology for trucking operations. Welcome, CMAC. Great to be here. So over the past several years, trailer tracking technology has really expanded and evolved into the current concept of smart trailers that can capture and report data on so much more than just location, right? Uh, Fleets today can install sensors that track whether the trailer is loaded or unloaded when the trailer door opens. And report some key maintenance information. Uh, just to give some examples of what's possible today. So, from your vantage point at Skybits, you know just how far has trailer telematics advanced during the past ten years or so?
2: Uh, great question, uh, Seth. Uh, yeah, if if you go back ten years, which uh, uh, I've been with Skybits twelve years, but in the industry much longer than that. If you go back ten years, the concept of trailer tracking was really looked at as a luxury it wasn't something that you did as a normal course of business it was more around you know hey I lose the trailer here I lose the trailer there it would be nice to know where it is and the whole concept of you know it it used to be how many pings a day do I get you know it was more like a like I said a luxury where you um where some fleets were investing in in uh, that level of technology it really has evolved a lot since then obviously because now People really value their trailers. They want to manage it. They want to, they want to get a lot more productivity out of that trailer. So much has happened over the last 10 years, both in terms of the technologies that are available and then the need for automation, right? So, so when you combine those two things together, you'll, you know, uh, uh, it, it has really uh, driven the technology uh, suppliers like us to deliver a lot more value, a lot more capability, a lot more uh, visibility to what's going on with that asset, uh, so that you can you can maximize your investment really. Uh, and and even in the last three four years, because of the supply chain issues, capacity problems, you know, it, it just has uh, uh, even put more emphasis on the need for automation, on the need for uh, the technology to drive that level of productivity up.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as you said, there was a time, you know, not so long ago when trailer tracking was a luxury. It was something that, uh, you know, maybe some of the more uh, advanced operations used, but certainly not something you saw across the industry. And I think that looking back traditionally, uh, you know, the adoption of onboard technology in the trucking industry has focused on the tractor first and the trailer second. But when you look at the market today, clearly the trailer is, is catching up in, in many respects. Uh, so, What's your best estimate today for the percentage of trailers in our market uh, that are equipped with at least some level of tracking capabilities, and uh, what factors have driven adoption upwards?
2: Great. I, I think right now, um, I would estimate somewhere around 40% to, to 45% of the trailers are equipped. Um, there's still some segments of the market that haven't really started adopting the technology as, uh, as much as they, uh, they can. Um, but I think I, I can see that's changing, uh, and, and, and the adoption rates are going up again, if you, if you look at really the, the economy downturn a few years back, looking at the pandemic, looking at, um, uh, driver shortage is still a issue. Driver satisfaction is a big factor for all our clients. Um, when you look at what all of those, um, requirements, um, are driving customers or are driving the industry really to more automation, better visibility, faster turns on trailers, be able to get longer life out of trailers because it's not easy to get trailers mm-hmm. nowadays. Uh, so I think adoption rate of the technology has really increased because of a lot of these factors, right? Uh, people are looking at, like I said, it used to be a luxury. Now it's a necessity and, and it's now a matter of, um, what, supplier do I want to 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 use, what uh, solutions they're providing, what capabilities they're providing, rather than do I need the technology, right? And, and the smaller carriers are starting to uh, realize the need for that as well, because it was originally kind of more of the larger fleets where you have a lot of trailers to manage. Now that's coming down to even the smaller carriers, because again, to need to automate, the need to keep your drivers happy, um, making sure that you don't have any misses, sending drivers after trailers that are not available. I mean, all of those factors are driving the adoption up.
1: And uh, yeah, I guess the second part of that question is, you know, how many fleets are now starting to move beyond you know, the, the basic you know, location tracking capabilities and more toward that smart trailer vision that we see emerging with more sensors, you know, richer data on a, a variety of metrics? Is that still in the early adoption phase today? And you know, how quickly do you see that expanding? You know, to more of that smart trailer concept.
2: Great question. Uh, I think if I go back seven, eight years ago, so a very small portion of our shipments included things like cargo sensing, okay? because people still were thinking about, oh, I just need to know where my trailer is. That's okay. Um, that has changed drastically. Right now, most of our shipments include cargo sensing. Include uh, the the more advanced uh, uh, tracking, so so it takes time for people to start really adapting the newer technologies and bringing in the uh, the data and learn how to use that data to advance their their operations. Um, but I think the pace of that is picking up. I think over the next four or five years, you'll see that carriers just uh, continuously are going to go beyond just the basic tracking. Cargo sensing is becoming more the norm rather than an yeah an addition. Um, and then, and then other technologies are coming to bear, where the prices are a lot lower, um, the technology is more reliable. Um, so I think I think adding those two things together, I think I think you're going to see a faster uh, adoption of beyond tra- uh, just the tracking uh, going on the next three four years. And then really from I still think it's a little bit early when it, when it comes to other types of sensors. You know, we're trying to look at tire sensors or brake sensors or the the different sensors. I think that's an in in the early adoption because there's still questions around the technology the 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 upkeep the investment required the ROI so I think that's going to take a little longer to to um, become more of a standard Uh, but but things like cargo sensing uh, door sensing those type of things I think going to be a lot faster. From time to time, an issue commands so much of the industry's attention that it requires a deeper dive, a resource readers can turn to, a Transport Topic Special Report. We're turning our attention to another big issue, electrification and the key factors that will drive this industry trend. In every case, we're working to provide our readers with information, analysis, and clarity on key issues confronting fleets. One comprehensive resource packed with insights that can give you the edge. Transport Topics invites you to learn more about our special reports. To reserve your copy of the latest special report, visit ttn.ws forward slash electrification.
1: Of course, when we have all these sensors coming in, you know, your customers now can gain access to more and more data on their trailers. And, you know, the next step beyond that, of course, is to find ways to fully utilize that information to actually drive better business decisions, it's one thing to collect the data; so it's another thing to use it. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about how you're using data analytics at Skybits to help your fleet customers actually harness all this information to improve their their operations.
2: Great question. I mean, you know, the sensors and uh, tracking by itself really doesn't do anything uh, if you don't um, use the data to change the way you work. Right. I mean, you you have to uh, you know, uh, learn how to utilize that data to drive. Um, uh, Productivity. So what we've done at Skybeds, and and honestly, it's a continuing thing, is it's never ending, right? Uh, but what we've done so far is we've built analytics platform for our customers to be able to get metrics to set KPIs, to understand where they are today in terms of performance and what their goals are, and be able to, and they're able to set up KPIs to see how they're achieving those goals. Everything from what is what is your idle status? What is your mileage usage? How how many trailers do you have that fall into low uh, utilization? How many are overutilized? Uh, you know, helping them understand how to balance their network better, so that you don't end up with all your trailers in one side of the country where you need freight on the other side. Learning how to utilize that data is really key. How to manage? Uh, you know, understanding, for instance, where in your network, where's your trouble areas? Where are you slowing turning trailers? Where are you uh, taking too long to um, load a, a trailer? What is your average load time? So think about all that data that, that is collected on a day to day basis and being able to put historical trends together so that you can see if your overall performance is increasing and then and then throw the seasonality in there right so so we're using a lot of data analytics to help customers understand how they're utilizing their their, their trailers and what areas they need to focus on to improve yeah for sure
1: and uh, you know next up I want to dive into you know one specific data point um, and that's uh, driver detention time and I bring that up because you know, not only is that a you know has that been a, a major industry pain point for a long time, but with driver recruiting and retention really being such a huge priority right now, uh, you know, especially you know in the years that have followed the you know the pandemic, uh, you know, this uh, the challenge of recruiting and retaining drivers has only gotten worse, and and maybe that's eased up a little bit this year. I hear at least you know anecdotally, uh, fleets are still looking for ways to you know address anything that makes drivers dissatisfied or less productive. Uh, So just take us through how, you know, your customers are using telematics data to address things like driver detention time and uh, support, you know, detention charges, for example.
2: Driver satisfaction and, uh, you know, uh, improving uh, performance is is one of the keys that our customers focus on. And, And a lot of that driver satisfaction or dissatisfaction on productivity can come from Sending drivers after trailers that are not available, I mean the number one thing that you want to do is make sure that when you're using your drivers that 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 you're sending them after something that's roadworthy, available, empty, ready to go. um The worst thing you can happen is you know having a driver uh chase trailers um during the day is it, it you know that 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 really leads to a lot of dissatisfaction. We call that a miss in in our terminology. And what we're really trying to do is help our customers. And, and uh, most of our customers are using the data to avoid misses. You know, that's the number one thing. Um, the technologies that we've introduced, uh, even today, we, we, we have uh, uh, even advanced technologies on the cargo sensing, for instance, that shows you an image of the cargo and, and shows you that you can get a real uh, time view of the trailer to make darn sure it's empty, that somebody didn't leave an empty pallet in there or, uh, you know, you, you're trying to make sure that that driver's time is used for the most productive action, not, not wasted. Uh, and, and so, so so that's one area that I think, uh, um, our customers are able to do that. Secondly, it's really more of a customer satisfaction as well, because if you have trailer pools that are unproductive, you have trailers sitting around, um, you know, uh, or, or customers that, that, uh, are, um, uh, waiting on trailers i think the, the whole aspect of being able to manage the trailers better not only drives better uh, driver satisfaction but also also is a better customer um customer service um and and allows you to reduce the number of times you have to go to your customers and ask for detention um uh, you know nobody gets rich on detention uh, everybody everybody does uh does that it is a necessity but what you're really trying to do is avoid it, right? And, and, and the, the technology that we provide and, this, and the uh, analytics that we provide is really dri- driven to help you avoid those scenarios. But when they do happen, then you have the enough data and enough uh, proof that, that helps you collect those better, right? So, so it's, it's, a, um, it's really become a necessity in, in terms of managing driver time. You know, I'd like
1: to follow up on some of your comments on asset utilization as well. Uh, So as you mentioned earlier, you know, trailer manufacturers have not been immune to all the supply chain disruptions we've seen over the past couple of years, uh, to say the least. You know, it's not just on the, you know, the the power unit side, it's also the trailer makers, um, you know, where it's a a real struggle at times to get the uh, components and materials they need. Uh, So fleets in many cases have had to wait a lot longer than usual to take delivery to new trailers. And really, when you think about it, that puts even more pressure on fleets to utilize their existing equipment as efficiently as possible. So, you know, from what you've seen in the market, you know, have these types of supply chain challenges and just increase the urgency for fleets to improve asset utilization and get the most out of their existing trailer fleet.
2: Absolutely. I think I think people are uh, our industry is uh... You know, becoming more and more and more uh, driven towards automation, towards uh, being able to get more out of your assets. The whole uh, your shortage of drivers, shortage of uh, uh, capacity, uh, it just drives you to get more out of what you have. You have to. E- either either you have to downsize your your business or you have to learn how to get more out of what you have. And I think you know most most our industry is is pushing for more automation, better visibility. You know, even even with the technologies that we provide, if you look at the true idle time, how often trailers are sitting, we still have quite a bit of idle, right? I mean if you if you if you, especially in a drop and hook scenario, we still have trailers sitting too long. Now, some of that obviously is it's just the nature of the business, but I, I think that there is still a lot more that uh, uh, carriers can do to turn their assets faster, and 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 if you do that, then you get you really increase your fleet size without having to spend any capital.
1: Right, yeah, it's a way to, to bring more capacity out of your you know out of the system, yeah. for sure. And you know another aspect of this um, you know this movement towards smart trailers you know, that we see uh, is the uh, move toward more data driven trailer maintenance. So could you give us some
2: examples of how telematics data can improve trailer maintenance? Um, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of uh, discussions have been done in that area. There's a lot of hype around um, the the uh, capabilities of getting access to data. So think about, um, you know, if you look at a trailer and you look at all the components on the trailer and you try to prioritize, you know, where where do I spend the majority of time spending uh, maintenance dollars or maintenance time, things like tires pop up right, right away. There's, there's, uh, you know, tires impact a lot of things, tires impact availability of the trailer, tires impact fuel efficiency, tires impact safety. So there's a lot of things that, um, a tire sensor technology with the right data can help you manage that, that, that your tires better. Uh, Things like brakes, for instance, if you have access to how the brake pads are performing, you know, uh, so that you can bring that trailer in for for a PM, a lot, you know, uh, b- before that 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 problem becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, or leads to a safety issue. You can you can be ahead of the game and bring in that trailer in for repair before something major happens. So so there is definitely a a, uh, um, a need for access to this information and then translating it into data that you can, um, you know, drive predictability better. You, you, you can look at reducing your maintenance costs at the same time, improving your availability of assets. Right. But it, it's still a little bit of uh, work to be done to, uh, to drive efficiency in those uh, sensors, to drive uh, the cost down, to, to make the, make it more, um, reliable and, and um, not a maintenance issue by itself. I mean, the, the last thing you wanna do is invest in technology that increases your maintenance rather than helping you decrease it, right? So some of this uh, um, technology, even though it sounds great, we still have to look at the practicality of it, making sure that it's something that, that's manageable as fleets invest in this new technology.
0: Transport topics in one word, Authoritative. Knowledge. Outstanding. Reliable. We ask Transport Topics readers to describe us in one word. Informative. Informative. Integrity. The Bible. Authoritative. The authority. Transportation
2: information, that's two, but I've I, I got to have it both. Physically large. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's two words.
0: Visit influence.ttnews.com forward slash say hello to find out what they're talking about.
1: You know, another you know key consideration for this type of technology uh, has always been power management. You know, uh, for for these units that you use to track trailers or you know intermodal containers and other assets, and we've seen a shift towards solar power uh, tracking devices in, in recent years. Uh, but you know, tell us uh, about the power management options that are available today and how that's changed over the years. You know, of course, you know from the earlier systems uh, to what we have today
2: really a, a lot of things have changed over the years right you know i, I go back again 10 years 12 years um i actually used uh, the um skybits's early technology when i when i was in trucking you know a lot of those devices started out i mean the, the biggest challenge for uh companies like uh like skybits is power management because you know we're our business is managing unpowered assets so so number 1 we don't have power so we have to figure out how to provide that power you know we started early on 10 12 years ago we had units that had batteries that you had to go replace those batteries and we've learned really quick that in our industry that's just not going to work because you know trailers containers chassis you're just not going to get access to them that often to be able to maintain things and change batteries and it just becomes very uh inefficient and and um going going back to what I was talking about before becomes a maintenance issue in itself. And and that's not what you want. So the technology has really been looking for better ways to provide enough power to uh, deliver the level of visibility customers need, but not be uh, something that uh, in itself adds more maintenance. So solar panel or solar energy is a natural source of power because you you the trailers are exposed. The, the containers are out there in the field. It, it just makes sense to use solar energy. And and that really what we've uh, um, learned how to do uh, really well is how to harness that energy, how to use intelligence and um, in the device itself to better manage the power, right? Because w- the last thing you want to do is, is provide a system that goes dark uh, because if it goes dark, then you lost the whole benefit of having telematics on your trailer, right? So so the whole idea of uh, using solar panel or solar energy to recharge batteries was to, to provide a continuous source of power, something that can last long enough that you, know, um, you don't have to worry about it. It's basically install it and go away and just use the data, right? That's really what you want. So solar energy is really the best way to go to do that. There's still chances you can tether a device to the seven way and get power through the, uh, tractor power. We, we always find that to be unreliable. To be honest, there's, there's too many variants. There's, um, many cases where you didn't wire it correctly or some tractor is not providing power because the fuse is not working. There's a lot of, lot of reasons why, um, we have migrated more and more towards solar energy as, as the main power source and then recharging the batteries. And, and what we found is, is, you know, when you harness that power properly, when you uh, have a large enough battery in the device and you have intelligence in the device to use that power intelligently, um, then we've been able to really provide a, a solution that lasts a long time and, 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 and is able to provide um, high visibility, High frequency reporting and give you a platform that you can build on, because you know a lot of things today. Um, you you may not you may decide to, to to deploy telematics, but you haven't decided that you're going to say add additional sensors. And what you don't want to do is have to every time you want to add a sensor have to replace your telematics. So 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 the whole idea of uh, of uh, what what we've uh, worked on at Skybits at least is building a platform using solar energy using intelligence in the device to, to allow not only great visibility but give you a platform to build on.
1: You know, one other question I wanted to bring up about the uh, you know the the broader telematics market and you know, we've seen uh, some of the trailer manufacturers in recent years introduce their own connected trailer platforms and this is already a pretty competitive market, you know, so you know even more players involved in you know tracking and managing uh, smart trailers. um into the future uh so in in your view what types of smart trailer technologies and capabilities do you think makes sense to be factory installed by the trailer maker and what works better as a you know third party or aftermarket option uh from a you know a third party vendor you know and how do you see this you know ecosystem uh in this market uh evolving uh with more and more players uh and also a a lot of growth and
2: interest uh, from the uh from the market well loaded question so so let's uh, dive in um first of all if you're if you're specking a new trailer uh and you have adopted a telematics uh platform for your fleet it's always makes sense to have that telematics installed at the factory because because then your trailer is coming out uh ready to go and and, and when you feed it because you know when you think about automation you think about um uh, using uh, technology, what you really want is consistency. You don't you don't want half of your fleet to be one way, half of it another way, or this trailer. You you want consistency because then people can rely on the data and they can make better decisions with that data and not get distracted because of uh, different um, um, system availability on this trailer versus that trailer. So it really does make sense to have your telematics installed at the factory. We've had a partnership with all all OEMs forever and, And they've been installing our telematics and that's going to continue because a lot of the fleets, you know, again, when, when they make a decision on a telematics provider, then they'll have any new trailers that they spec, they'll, they'll, they'll spec with that telematics on it. So, um, so I don't see that changing, um. And I think a lot of the, the when you think about the, the new sensor technologies, the the smart trailer, I think a lot of that is just going to be happening at the OEMs. It's not going to. It, it's it's difficult to think about retrofitting an entire fleet with a sensor. Um, not that it can happen, but it, but it is a lot more challenging. So I think you know the the relationship with. Uh, OEMs is going to continue. I think most of the uh, customers, as they um, spec trailers, are going to spec the telematics provider and then add the sensors. Again, sensors are a lot easier to install that OEM. I think that's going to continue to to evolve um, as more and more automation um, uh, comes around and, and 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 people are investing in more sensors.
1: Uh, But before we wrap up our conversation, you know, I'd like to end with a question, you know, about the future of trailer monitoring. Uh, You know, we've seen a lot in the last 10 years, so I think it's uh, pretty fun to envision where this technology will go 10 years from now. Um, So what are your thoughts on that, uh, CMOC? You know, how do you see, you know, telematics, um, you know, and asset tracking in, in the trucking industry uh, you know what do you envision you know uh, ten years from now, both in terms of industry adoption and capabilities?
2: Honestly, I think this is going to continue. The trend has been um, on a, a steep uh, increase because of uh, the, the the things that we talked about already in terms of capacity requirements and and people trying to get more out of their trailers. Uh, I don't see that slowing down. I think that's going to continue to grow. I think automation um, is going to be the key. You know, we already are talking a lot about autonomous vehicles, autonomous driving. Um, Well, that level of intelligence is going to require a more intelligent trailer. Um, It's just natural. So I think over the next 10 years, you're going to see a lot more evolution uh, of the the trailer technology, if you would. and uh, companies like Skybus are investing heavy and in learning, uh, you know, where to take tech, the, the tech technology, what other technologies can be brought to bear uh, to make visibility even higher, um, uh, provide predictive analytics so that so that you can keep that trailer up and running a lot longer and provide uh, for a uh, automation scenario where you don't even have a driver involved. Because that, that now, you know, things are uh uh, I think are going to continue in that trend, so um hence a lot of reasons uh it really w- why at Skyvis, we've put so much emphasis on um building a platform that that can expand because you know, i don't have a crystal ball i i I think that the trend is going to continue I think uh people are going to start looking at more and more sensors automating that trailer even more um but but we don't really know exactly when that's going to happen or what that's um, going to require so building a platform that you can build on and add sensors was th- really key for us in in setting the path forward over the next five ten years so that you know as as our customers are getting more automated they can they can utilize what we've already built to 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 add more sensors to 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 drive that automation so so that's really one of the keys that we have worked on to, to, to set the path forward and, and allow our customers that growth that, uh, that could come
1: down the road. Yeah, well, it'll be fascinating to watch. And yeah, I, I think you're right. It's, it's hard to have a, a smart tractor, you know, pairing with a, a dumb trailer. So, uh, you know, the, the trailer needs to, to keep uh, uh, up with all the advancement we've seen on the, on the, with the power units as well. You know, hey, this has been a great conversation. I think we've reached a, a good stopping point here, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Uh, but thanks again, CMOC, for joining us and, and sharing your insights. Really appreciate the conversation.
2: Great, great. Thank you very much. My pleasure.
0: Did you know you can ask Alexa to open Transport Topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with Transport Topics.
1: Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. How was the rise of smart trailer technology changing fleet management? As we've discussed during the course of this episode, trucking companies can now gain access to a wealth of data on their trailers. Armed with this information, fleets can take action to improve asset utilization, support detention charges, enhance trailer maintenance planning, and even save drivers from having a bad day by preventing them from hooking up to the wrong trailer. While industry adoption of full-fledged smart trailer technology is still in its early days, it's becoming clear that trailers are beginning to catch up to the telematics technology installed on modern trucks. The trailer of the future will be smarter and more connected. If you've enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If my questions have sparked questions of your own, share them with me and the Road Signs team. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a fresh episode of Road Science. Until then, I'm Seth Clevenger. Thank you for listening.
0: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more